What's up, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of Toast or Whatever. And um, it's a super exciting week because I am joined by the goodest boy, Shane Morris. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I love you all lots. Glad to hear. I love you all lots, too. And then standing in the left corner, weighing in at a whopping probably 10 megabytes. Craig! Yeah, Craig! Yay. He's quiet. Oh, Caleb, you're here. Guys, Caleb's here, too. He's podcasting with us again. I appreciate Uh, you made this exact uh, intro last week, but... uh, I don't recall. I have a story. Don't fix what ain't broken. You can't fix what ain't broken. I have a story for you guys. All right, go ahead. uh, Before we get into things. So, I want to paint a picture for you first. So, close your eyes. Okay. Usually, you have to have your eyes open to see a picture, Caleb. um, uh, Imagine you're about 13 years old. Okay? Right. Now picture that one like kid in your class that you you know kind of well, but he's like super sporadic and loud and obnoxious, and he tries to be friends with everyone to the point where like he can't really form relationships with anyone. Uh-huh. Okay, now picture this happening on Facebook or like Twitter, where this person just keeps messaging you like, "Hey, how's it going?" And you don't like it doesn't make sense. It's just like this person who wants to form relationships because he's super lonely, but none of them mean anything because he's doing it to everyone. Okay. Now Are fast you talking for- about me. No. Fast okay. forward Oof. 13 years in the future. You're 26. Okay. Some oh, random person messages you on Facebook saying. Hey, do you know insert name here and the insert name here family? How you doing, buddy? To which I reply, I don't think I do. I'm good, thanks. <laughs> to which this person replies, who I have no idea who this is. Damn, well, she was my ex-girlfriend. I wish I was still with her, but she cheated on me. No problem. <laughs> Five minutes later, you know uh, Mitchell from Cottom? <laughs> to which I reply, a last name, asking if that's who he meant. He said, a different Mitchell. And I said, Oh, yeah, I went to high school with him. <laughs> this person said, he's a beauty, eh? Went to school with him at St. Clair. That's where I know him from. Do you want to be friends? <laughs> to which um, I say nothing. <clears throat> to which he then replies 30 minutes later. Wow. All I have to say. Wow. <laughs> uh, I would just tell him. I'd be like, be like sorry, man. I got a, I got a girlfriend. Uh, I'm not this looking was to the, hook up. This was the last <laughs> message I sent him. Look, man, I'm sure you're a great guy and I'd love to be friends, but I have no idea who you are. I've never met you. And to be honest, you're acting a little bit of a high schooler for me. I'm 26. I've got a lot going on and I can't be messaging someone I don't know on Facebook Messenger at 11 p.m. I'm really <laughs> sorry and it has nothing to do with you. But if you, I ever see you in person, I'll be sure to say, hey, have a good night. You are <laughs> you are way nicer than I would have been. I would have been like, hey, listen, douchebag. Uh, <laughs> leave me alone. <laughs> That's I, don't, so funny. I, I don't know you. It it sounds That's like so crazy. Uh, it sounds like he thinks you're 13 still, and he wants to get you inside of his van or something. So like, this like, guy, my mom said we could have a play date. Yeah, as soon as I said he was 26, he seemed a lot less interested in being my friend. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Are you using Nathan's uh, Discord picture as your your profile picture? You know, like, <laughs> you might, that might be the issue that I have. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah wow, that, that was that that's picture creepy. Just, that's that weird. Picture, that pic, my picture just screams "Take me." 
Yeah, <laughs> put me in your van, please. But dude, in that story, the coolest part, you did the most gangster move. You just Thanos that guy, whoever it was, where he's like, I don't even, I don't even know your name. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, ruined my life. I don't know who you are. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. That was uh, that's weird. People get weird yeah. on social media. They're like, it's so true. But like, yeah. you think it stops after the age of like fourteen? But no, no, <laughs> no. I've, I've had enough. Uh, I've had enough marriage proposals from people I don't know <laughs> over Facebook Messenger. This is a true story. True, it's true and it's painful. But yeah, uh, yeah. People are weird. People are weird. And that's the last time I ever bought Shane a ring. Well, no. If it was you, I would say yes. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Some some freaks that are like, I, marry me. I'm like, I don't even know who you are. I asked Angie if you could move in with us, Shane, and she said yeah. no because I wouldn't get any attention anymore. Oh, and, yeah. And I, I was laughing. She's was not like, wrong. No, I was laughing. I was like, no. I was like, well, yeah, but. <laughs> 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 but yeah, that was my crazy story. Anyways, enough of that. Like I yeah. said, this is Ghost or whatever each and every week. Us three, us four, if you count Craig, get together and talk about oh, whatever yeah. the heck. Whatever the gosh darn heckin' we want to talk about. Yeah, sometimes it's Caleb Stalkers. Sometimes it's other things. <laughs> yeah. So Shane. Usually uh, it's just me talking for 13 hours. Yeah, that though. sounds about right. We have to cut it down. <laughs> we right. do a lot of editing for this podcast. Yeah, uh, I do a ton. So Shane, what's your topic this week? Uh, I actually have one. And it was something that I talked about <laughs> a little bit. It's like rehashing one of my first ones. It's not the film industry. Why are uh, gyms still closed? <laughs> yeah, why are gyms still closed? You know, if you wanna if you wanna be healthy, you know, fight that, fight, fight all those illnesses, gyms should be open. They're like medicine for the soul and the body. Um <laughs> but my real topic is the sitcom I want to do over on Tables and Things, our oh, YouTube yeah. channel. Uh, so I was We're hoping that you public. guys would be cool if I could talk a little bit about that. The Absolutely. Idea sure. So uh, I want to do an episode and just kind of feel it out as a pilot episode over on Tables and Things uh, for a sitcom, also titled Tables and Things. Um, <laughs> shot like a, a typical sitcom uh, based around uh, friends doing life together uh pretty much like playing board games and stuff and like like cutting into the actual board game where we're all dressed up as characters from the board game and like pulling back out to like us playing the game um ranging from everything like an episode of maybe like nathan and i trying to make the house fly with balloons and caleb <laughs> caleb doubting us and not believing in us Sounds um, accurate. That's what that's what he does. Uh, and just like a fun time, you know, a scripted sitcom of us doing life. Because I realize that sitcoms are mostly terrible. So if you do something True. that's slightly less than terrible, you're coming out ahead. Right. We can be the community of sitcoms. Yeah. Great show. Yeah, I love that idea. It's um <laughs> I was waiting for like it's all based around laugh tracks <laughs> oh, yeah oh, oh i just want to die every time i hear a laugh track we'll probably have like a couple episodes or like at least one episode that just makes fun of laugh tracks like my character thinks he's going insane i mean kind of like real life and uh <laughs> it's just like uh, guys do you hear that laughing and nobody else can hear it that's funny that's or just, just, ha like a, just a have joke. like that one friend that is 
following you around in the distance laughing just laughing <laughs> <laughs> like some of the have, funny like, people happens. on a couch laughing yeah like, why are you guys laughing some of the funny happens and in the distance you just hear ho, ho, ho. <laughs> that's perfect that's a good laugh track yeah, yeah oh, oh, oh. whoa whoa <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that my topic just took what like all of you know 45 seconds <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's all i got the new record uh, all my my topic is like hey guys i want to make a sitcom so uh yeah, yeah. it's gonna be cool that's <laughs> okay like even if our topics fall a little bit short you know it's toast or whatever it doesn't matter um but we always have the fallback of i think caleb posts in our group chat that he has like 52 topics ready um, that's why i don't put any work in i'm just like ah, worst case scenario we'll just get caleb to talk yeah <laughs> and i'll make jokes in the background Did you say worst case scenario we'll just get caleb to talk <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i'll make jokes in the background caleb has left discord <laughs> sorry was my mic my mic cutting out there nathan no you're good okay yeah because i i just had to repeat that i was gonna you know say worst case scenario caleb would talk oh no i i giggled i just i just oh um... yeah yeah just making sure just making sure you heard it just making sure Caleb really <laughs> yeah, yeah. understood. Yeah. He basically hijacked our our podcast. That's true. Um, you invited yeah. me. Whatever. Okay, well, it's not about <laughs> who invited who or who invited who. It's about you're here now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sad face. Sad. Shane, I actually do have a question. Um, are Do you like directing more or cinematography more? I like acting most right and then uh directing and cinematography i guess equal um if i'm working with people who are like good at acting i don't mind directing yeah um otherwise i'm like oh crap i should probably do cinematography right right (laughs) yeah Yeah. it's uh it's a mix like I, i enjoy both um i'm not sure which i like more i like the yeah, because most of what I do is like super small scale for that stuff. Right. It's like you're usually both director and cinematographer on that stuff. Yep. Um, and you you find that a lot with independent stuff. But then Correct. once you go to like actual productions, it's like you have like your director handles like your actors and uh, also oversees like your assistant directors who then oversee all your like production elements. But your director of photography is the one that handles all the cinematography and setting up shots right oh and side note film industry uh they're starting to start back up again but with minimal crews so they're doing minimal crews uh and yeah so hopefully soon minimal crews wait yeah what year is that coming out oh yeah it's uh uh 2021 uh, Terry Cruz called... before he got jacked. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's a minimal Cruz. Uh, no, it's just a movie about it's just a movie about Tom Cruise. Oh, okay. Get it because he's get it because he's he's small. He's, he's small, really small. Yeah. Yeah. like five two or something. Like that. Yeah, like I use like four, four eight. Yeah, four eight, <laughs> four two probably. Three three foot one. I don't know. I, I heard like two foot four is pushing it. He's a, <laughs> he's about as tall as Nathan's legs are wide. <laughs> So like six feet, six feet tall. <laughs> yeah, wow. Yeah, he's. You know, they I just him on the cameras. I I like to think because we haven't posted or added video to our content on this yet that like we yeah. have some dude listening overseas 
and he's like he's like i'll just be like wow this night this uh this nighthawk character i'm trying to that's a terrible european wait what 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 did you even try to say i am so confused i didn't get a single word out of that I, I I legitimately have no idea any of the words you attempted there. He's just like he's in his he's in his basement or he's getting home from his car ride. He's like, Ma, this nylon character is like a grotesque monster. Wait, what? <laughs> okay, just just say it without an accent. I'm so what confused. What are you saying? <laughs> like this guy is just like, like Ma, this Nathan character is a grotesque monster. Wait, that's what you were trying to say? Yeah. <laughs> The way you guys describe me. <laughs> the accent. I heard the accent I heard. Honestly, here's what it is. What? I actually pride myself on doing good voices. I think you usually do. Usually you really do. I know. I think I do. You do like an Alan Rickman or something. Yeah, I think I'd be a fantastic voice actor. But I think so too. My honestly, my heart was saying Ireland because I spent time there with my wife. Yeah, and then, but my my mind and my body was saying Tommy Wusso or Tommy whatever from the room. Uh, the yeah, like, oh, <laughs> I did not hit her. I did not. <laughs> oh hi, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways, I'm not a grotesque monster, but I do have big legs. Well, now that we know what you're trying to say, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, you're just you are strong like bull. Strong like bull. Yes. Um, no. Yeah, but. Just to <laughs> expand this topic a little bit more, um, I've I've talked to you guys about um, like playing the board games and then filming the outcome in like a mini movie. Because yeah. my dream one day is to be a director, to submit Sundance, obviously get first place in the film festival, and then oh, yeah, big screen. Um, but it's cool because Caleb's a talented writer. I think Shane, you're a fantastic cinematographer, and I think Thank I'd be you. a slash actor. And I think uh, I like directing. I like having. Uh, <laughs> I'm not good at it, but I enjoy it. No, no. I, <laughs> I I have a good vision, and I know how to bring things together and plan things out. Right. You're also good yeah. at dealing with people, which a lot of people don't realize is like a good sign of a director. Yeah. Like my like the best directors, in my opinion, are the ones that are like inspiring and people enjoy showing up to work with. Yeah. And they're like. like yeah. They're able to communicate their thoughts well. And as long as you're not doing some weird Irish accent, we'll all know what you're saying. <laughs> you communicate really well, usually. <laughs> hey, it's so. going, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, it's like, wait, what? I'm giggling way too much right now. Yeah. Um, oh, I can't yeah. stop thinking of it. I keep laughing in the background. I'm trying to turn my head from the mic, but I just keep picturing you doing that accent. <laughs> my really, I love my relationship with uh, Caleb because after 26 years we we get each other right um but it's funny because he can be a stone a stone wall and just a brick and like people will say things that are funny and he'll be like you know we talked about his quirk the ability to point his finger and hurt feelings yeah and and but like i can just give him a look and shudder my nose and he starts breaking down like a little girl well, that's like caleb is caleb's one of those ones where i'll tell a joke and maybe it'll be too like obscure or it'll be like too dark or something and nobody will laugh except caleb will be dying and i'll be like i always get like one there's always one and it's like i'm like that one was just for caleb i, I don't know what yeah because i go through the same thing i've always gone through this thing where i'll tell a joke and usually the only one who would laugh at me would be my mother 
<laughs> which is as a child growing up it's not very encouraging when the only one laughing at you is your mom because well, she, she has a dark sense awesome. of humor your mom she is does. awesome i yeah. love your mom but i mean 13 year old killed and things like that but um 13 year old it, it, it's so wrong. it's so true be, now because like i feel like i found a group of friends and some people who like laugh at the same things that i laugh at or like even enjoy the, some of the same humor that i enjoy because like i have a very specific sense of humor yeah uh, usually and i i don't mean to sound like arrogant or conceited but it usually in it involves like an intelligent sense <laughs> you know <laughs> if, if that makes sense <laughs> i know our group of friends and i know so, the type of jokes we make <laughs> And intelligent is the last thing <laughs> I would call. We just joke about Nathan's thighs being six feet tall, but why? But we also threw shade at Tom Cruise and Terry Cruise, like the minimal Cruise joke. Like, most okay, well, people... we're not we're not allowed to make fun of Terry Cruise. He's awesome. <laughs> He's like my hero. But the, like like that kind of humor, a lot of people wouldn't laugh at or find it funny because they're dumb. It's it's specific, I guess. <laughs> and but it, uh, yeah. It's weird. Like I grew up with a lot of people. Like I would, I think I laugh at a lot of my own jokes because I'm used to no one else laughing. <laughs> oh no, that's so sad. This is why this guy messaged you asking if he wants to be your friend. He's like, yeah, this yeah. guy laughs at his own jokes. He must have seen some he of got my old videos. Nobody else. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oof. Does um obviously Caitlin loves you very much and you love Caitlin, but does she laugh at your? Does she get your sense of humor? No, she does. I not doubt know. it. Yeah. No. <laughs> No, I think I'll come up with the funniest joke ever, and she'll just look at me like. Huh? It, it's funny because like there's certain people in our our circle, or our group, or our community that don't vibe with your sense of humor at all, <laughs> at and all, can, and and you can tell, and yeah. like they'll give you a look, and then the look you give them back is just <laughs> it kills me every but time. It, I, it makes it so funny. It makes it, it does. so for like the onlookers, like Nathan and I. It makes it so funny. <laughs> I love being a fly on the wall when somebody yeah. feels uncomfortable or like yeah. ang angry towards yeah. Caleb. Yeah. Because I don't know, like, I feel like we don't get uncomfortable. So watching other no. people be uncomfortable is the funniest thing in the world to me. Like, that, that's the I biggest love thing. making other yeah. people feel uncomfortable. It's so fun. I think mm -hmm. a lot of our humor revolves around that. So when we see it, it makes us laugh. Yeah. And then they're just like... Yeah super like, like i feel uncomfortable. Or uncomfortable or whatever yeah oh. but like, to us it's funny because we're sick freaks <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, like we just luckily have the same or like similar sense of humors but we also mm -hmm. feel very safe around each other so like we've yeah, had true. some obscene like things that pe people would throw us out of the country for um, yeah th don't worry <laughs> there's nothing like it's not that sounds terrible. It's not racist or anything like that. Just like stupid jokes, right? That nobody yeah. would laugh at or that where we think we take things too far. And my first response is looking at Shane to make sure he's giggling. And then I always say, Shane, too far. Not far enough. Not, not far, far enough. enough. <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> you still left some orphans alive in your joke. In your scenario. You got to kill them off. Who are they going to tell their parents? I don't know. You know, like. <laughs> i'm what? just kidding i Nathan, love orphans remember when when we were young <laughs> and i was doubled over in the bathroom out of pain and you it, there's an abraham joke that you made what was that do you well, remember okay i'll, I'll <laughs> you're not telling it right no, so, no, no caleb goes shane caleb goes to the bathroom and he's in there for a while and he's doubled over on the ground in his underwear like christ nice. 
and it must have been like th- I don't know, like one in the morning, maybe. We were we were just kids, so it was way okay. past bedtime. So I come in the bathroom and I have to poo. So I start pooing while Caleb's on the ground. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> did you yeah. notice him? Yeah, yeah, I knew he was there. Oh, okay. I was like, and did you like, just, like step over him in your sleep. <laughs> no, no. I turned the light on. He was he was oh. just laying there. I was like, well, I have to go to the bathroom. So you either get out or stay here. He, and he's like breathing in pain. Nathan has like no shame. He'll just like, you know, poop anywhere. Well, now no. Back then, because it was Caleb, I didn't care. Like I won't oh, even go to the bathroom okay. in front of Ange. Like I'll pee oh. in front of her, but I think there's a line. Pooping's my time. It's just I was young <laughs> and. This will be funny in a little bit um, because full circles and stuff. Don't worry about oh, that yeah. for later. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just keep that in the back of your head. Oh, yeah. It's um, there. So I'm pooping. I'm just trying to make him laugh because he looks like he's in pain and he keeps begging <laughs> me to stop. Like, please stop making me laugh. Like, it hurts. And to me, that means, oh, this is he wants more. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the exact opposite of what he no asked No means for. yes. So I, I was <laughs> okay. just finishing up and I just said, Abraham. What a delicious name. And, I, and he's laughing. Anyways, it's morning now. Dad takes him to the hospital. He thinks he has an appendix ruptured or kidney stones because I had kidney stones before that. So I knew what it felt like. And I could tell he wasn't in enough pain to be he was just a wuss. And guess what it was, Shane? What was it? Was, it? It was gas. No, it oh. wasn't. We still actually don't know what it was. He had a little too much to eat. He farted <laughs> and he felt better. That's not true at all. <laughs> no, Caleb, Caleb, this pain, it just means you have to go to the bathroom. No, it was not that. But all the other things that he said were all true. But the the thing, <laughs> the thing that I wanted to highlight was the stupid Abraham joke. <laughs> Yeah, how do we get there? Oh, a sense of humor. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It but makes yeah. no sense, but it's so no. funny in the moment. Yeah. So it, stupid. It just, it's so dumb. Especially when I'm writhed over in yeah. pain. It oh, makes yeah. it we, funnier. We love dumb humor. As Caleb was saying, only the stupid humor, not the intellectual stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so if you're trying to make your friends and family laugh, make sure they're doubled over asking not to laugh and then just really go for it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> do you know what a good test for humor where like if if people find what we do in the shadows funny and they vibe with that they deserve life and to live and if True. they don't find that funny it's like go to an island where there's just you gray oh. and you <laughs> and you just hate everything and the only thing you laugh at is playing call of duty once a year you know and, and watching big bang theory oh god it, no oh no <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's the the classic Big Bang Theory joke is literally just Sheldon saying Bazinga. Bazinga. <laughs> that's not a joke. That's like a, a catchphrase, but he'll be like Bazinga and the laugh track will play and you're like where's the joke? <laughs> I don't oh, we I didn't, we're okay. going to become famous so easily. Oh, for sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> famous for what? Like fame or infamy? Like uh yes. Uh, those are the those guys that got kicked out of that country for being <laughs> jerks. We might not be famous till we're dead. Like two hundred years from now, somebody digs up our archives. Wait, we're not like... going to die for two hundred years. No, no, no. Amazing. Oh, oh. We're we're dead and gone. We okay. don't think we ever amount to anything. But then our legacy lives on because the aliens dig up our archives and they're like, oh, yeah, these yeah. guys are hilarious. <laughs> Look at this guy's yeah. profile picture. This little <laughs> meme lord. Yeah. <laughs> I be I become their god, but I'm dead. You know, yeah. so like, it's I like uh, Van Gogh didn't become famous until he died. Van Gogh. 
that would suck. Yeah. You'd never know, and you never get the attention. That's right. And there's and some of us thrive on it. Yeah, yeah like plants I need attention. Light, I need attention. Oh yeah, yeah. that's um, why we're good fit. Anyways, that was a good topic, Shane. Yeah, good job, Shane. Thanks. Thanks. Um, I, that was all from my topic. <laughs> I, I have my uh, I have my first half. Then we can go to Caleb and then close close up later. Okay. Okay. Ready? 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 Warning! Warning! New podcast segment approaching. Hello. Good morning, evening, folks. Welcome to a brand new segment, a podcast within a podcast, if you will, called Nate's Little Quizzies, where I test my little diddlies to get their brains feeling all ridley. Oh, hey, Sim- I'm ready to be did- diddlied. Uh, yes. Uh, simple. Con- okay, guys. Easy. Simple concept. Um, it's just Nate's Little Quizzies. Okay. So that some will be multiple choice. Some questions will be true or false, yes or no. Uh, so Caleb and Shane, you're going to be going head to head in a battle of knowledge concerning anything from toast to whatever. So we allowed words, to use Google. No, that's the only rule. It has to be from the head. Can no I use cheating. my encyclopedia? No, no books. Books suck. So in other words, <laughs> I agree. Books yeah. suck. <laughs> so in other words, it's just a fun little segment. You can be quizzed on literally anything. And each time the segment pops up, it's not going to be once a week. It might be once a month, twice, twice a year. We don't know. Right. Once um, a week. Yeah, yeah. So there's going to be at least 10 <laughs> questions to determine the champion of the arena. Okay. So let's begin with what is Nate's little quizzes. Caleb, any quotes before we start or anything you want to say? Say hi to mom. It's like a game I'm show. I'm scared. I'm scared. Okay, Shane. Uh, hi, Nathan and Caleb's mom. Cool. <laughs> okay. So uh, the, since we don't have buzzers, we're not live yet. Um, first one to go, eh, and then I see their green thing light up gets to answer the question. Okay, and then if, if you get it wrong, the other, person, the other person can steal. You, you guys ready? How about, how about you just switch people to ask the question to you? Like, ask me first. Then if I get it wrong, go to Shane, and then the next question go to Shane. And if he gets it wrong, Wait, go this to me. Is, sorry, was this is this Nate's little quizzes? Oh, or okay. Quizzes? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we don't have buzzers. I'm just. I think I should to... get a point for that. One point to Shane. I got it my finger. <laughs> one point to Shane. Okay. Uh, question one. In the movie Alien, 1979, who was the main actor? Eh. Caleb. Sigourney Weaver. Correct. Shane, chance to steal? <laughs> uh, Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> so Caleb's up one nothing. Um... <laughs> Question two. And like I said, guys, remember, this is toast or whatever. These questions may be absurd. Um, where is Nathan's favorite location located? Eh. Caleb. Gates of Heaven in Austria. Mm, wrong. Shane. Eh. Chance, um, chance steal, Shane. The bathroom. Oh, <laughs> so close, but also Think about wrong. it. Think about it. <laughs> Think about it. The real answer is Area 51, Nevada. I have, ne- oh I have never been, but, you know. <laughs> okay. Now, you, you're starting to get, you guys are starting to get a feel. We need some, like, you know, game show music. Um, okay, question three. Who would win in a fight? Arnold Schwarzenegger, Carl Weathers, Shirtless Shulk with the HD abs from Smash Ultimate, or the Xenomorph from the hit movie Alien, 1979, <laughs> starring Sigourney Weaver and directed by Ridley Scott? <laughs> Caleb. <laughs> Shirtless Shulk. 
that is partially right, but not the whole answer. So Shane, go ahead. The Xenomorph, but only after Shulk kills the other two. Mm, I'm going to give you guys both um, 0.5 of a point. Okay. Um, the, the real answer, shirtless Shulk, only if Shane was maining him. Uh, oh. If not, if not, it would probably be Arnold because he killed Predator, who killed multiple Xenomorphs. Oh. And let's be honest, it can't be Carl Weathers because he let a Russian kill him. USA! <laughs> USA! USA! <laughs> I love the USA chants when we're not American. <laughs> oh, yeah, we hate America. Yeah. Um, so it's that was big question for Okay. Because um, Caleb's buzzed in every time. Shane, I'm going to give you first stab at this question because that's yeah. just not fair. I usually just well, I usually just wait for Caleb to answer, and then if he gets it wrong, I have a chance. But chances are, I don't know the answer anyway. So, so, so Shane, we'll let you go first. Uh, finish okay. this quote: Bears beats and Battlestar Galactica. One point for Shane. All right, it's tied. Tied. Folks. I just he doesn't watched, say I, the word I, and. Just saying. I didn't no. say and. Nathan said no. and. Yeah. Uh, no. Jim doesn't say and. He just says Bears beats Battlestar, Battlestar Galactica. Galactica. So yeah. Caleb, I'm actually going to take away. Watched, I'm going to take away point five of your points for getting that wrong. Actually, wow, so, Caleb. No, I said he doesn't say and. Oh, okay. I'll I'll leave that then. <laughs> you still get point five. <laughs> um. All right. You guys are doing pretty good so far. Um. All right. Easy. What is Nathan's favorite color? And Caleb, salmon. No. And yeah, green. Uh, both of you got it wrong. It is blue. It is simply purple. Red, purple. (laughs) It's purple or simply purple. Simply purple. It's a shade of shade uh, of purple. Yeah. Okay. Um. All right. Not so good so far, guys. Uh, (laughs) It changes question by question whether we're doing well or not. (laughs) (laughs) Are you guys doing good? Uh, No. Okay, uh, question six. In the hit podcast, Toast or whatever. I've been on every episode. I should know. Who is the third best podcaster? Uh, I think Shane was first on that one. Uh, I'm going to go with either Chi-Chi or Marvel making their noises in the background. Oh, Shane. No, that was second best. Uh, Caleb, chance to steal. Craig. Craig. What? Craig. Yep, you got it. Uh, (laughs) I I disagree. The definitive definitive list for the best podcasters are uh, tied for first and second is Shane and Nathan. They just get both. Third is Craig. Uh, Fourth is Chi Chi and Marvel because they annoy me sometimes. And then fair enough. I think I think that's everyone on the podcast. Oh, yeah, that sounds right. That's it. it. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Question (laughs) Are you surprised I got that one? Yeah, no, just this next one. Okay. What was Nathan Workman's greatest weakness from the age zero to 13, 13 years old? Shane, Shane. Food, food. Oof, no. Caleb, oh. chance to steal. <laughs> Caleb? <laughs> no, you both got it wrong. Okay, okay one more chance. Nope. Nathan was always smooth with the ladies. Well, that's <laughs> what I meant. Like, they were your, they, they made you weak in the knees. <laughs> True. <laughs> Caleb, last chance, last chance. Gluten. <laughs> No, that happened from 14 till now. Um, so 
the answer is some would say diabetes, but that's a myth. Um, the answer <laughs> is my sphincter, which reminds me of a story that I pooped my pants and stood next to it on the bathroom floor, waiting for my friend to be done in the <laughs> toilet. And after, <laughs> and after begging him to hurry up, it happened. Then he came out and I tried to hide it with my foot. And he pointed and said, what the heck is that? Then I screamed and jumped up, saying, that's disgusting. I have no idea what that is. You see, guys, full circle, poop. Told you to keep that in the back of your mind. True like, story, by the way. He's like, I don't know, man, but you got crap running down your leg. So, <laughs> <laughs> yep, true story. I tried to hide it. He said, "What?" Uh, I jumped up. I was like, "Oh, I don't know what that is. I have no idea." Um, tears are falling out of my face. Did he believe it? I don't know. He was kind of a dumb kid. I won't name names. Oh, so he probably be- he probably believed it. Probably. Was it Mitchell Hunter? No, it was not. I'm not going to reveal names. It wasn't Mitchell. Um, <laughs> so, guys, uh, that's seven questions down. We got three to go. Caleb is currently up 2.5 to 1.5. Ooh. Um, okay. So, question eight. What is the sexiest name there is? <laughs> Shane. Nathan. No, but I'll give you 0.5 because that is okay. the second sexiest name. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Caleb, chance to steal. Uh, I'm going to go with Schmorpheus. <laughs> I almost said that. I almost said that. Uh, it's not Nathan. It's not Schmorpheus. It is indeed Chris Hemsworth. Uh, <laughs> okay. For was, I have, was... for if Angie left me for Chris Hemsworth, I would say, I wish you nothing but lo- the best. And I understand. <laughs> Question nine. So uh, Caleb's up 2.5 to Shane's two. Question nine. What is the famous Renaissance painter Leonardo da Vinci's? What was he working on circa 1483 to 1486? Eh, yeah. A f- human flying device? Nope, wrong chain. <clears throat> uh, painting. <laughs> I'll give you 0. 0.5. That's what pretty <laughs> nice. It was yeah, a painting yeah. called Virgin of the Rocks, now hanging somewhere oh, in yeah. France. Yeah, I knew it was a painting that guy was working on. As soon as yep. you said he was a famous painter. <laughs> Flying machine, Caleb. The guy's this a painter, show, not an engineer. This show's rigged. <laughs> oh, guys, this couldn't be any more exciting because we are tied up at a whopping 2.5 to 2.5 with one question to go. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. And now, question 10. Oh, eh, eh, eh. It's, the, it's the daily double diddler. Two <laughs> Can you say that on the internet? Yes, <laughs> sure. Yes. Yeah, it's why the, not? It's, it's the our DDD. show. It's the DDD. It's the Daily Double Diddler. So, <laughs> yeah. Guys, how this works is there's two questions asked, each for two points, equaling in a total of a whopping potential four points. So we Whoa. don't know what's going to happen here. Wait, when you say each, do you mean like Caleb gets two, I get two? Oh, you can possibly get four questions or um, uh, four points, depending on Oh, how but it's, uh, each question's worth two points. Yes. But it's not like Caleb gets two questions and then I get two questions. No, no. I wasn't sure how the how the diddling worked in this one. <laughs> I diddle you two. I double diddle <laughs> gotcha. both of you. Oh, at the same time. Don't you get it? I diddle both of you, so it's double diddle. Yeah, yeah, I gotcha. Um, okay, you guys ready? It's like a riddle. 
That's right. You guys ready? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, question 10. In the novel Spider-Boy, written by Nathan Luke, <laughs> <laughs> what was the name of Spider-Boy, or Nathan's, best friend, and how old was the author Nathan Luke when he wrote this epic? Oh, uh, the best. Oh, Shane said, uh, and first, go ahead, Shane. Uh, I believe it was Mitchell. Okay. And I also believe Nathan was at the ripe old age of six. No, okay. no, older, older, older. Seven. Seven? Is that okay? Lock that in. Caleb, I'll mm -hmm. give you also a chance uh, to answer just in case, you know, it's tied or whatever. So the name of your best friend or Nathan's best friend in the hit book Spider Boy was actually Michelle because Nathan didn't know how to spell Mitchell. And you were seven, I believe. Oh, guys, the answer is Michelle, not Mitchell. I actually wrote this down. So, Caleb, you get two points for that. And Nathan was eight years old. So you both got that wrong. Our winner of Nate's. I forget the name of it. Quizzle diddle something of Nate's little quizzies where I test my little diddlies to get their brain <laughs> feeling all readily is Caleb. Uh, he, he, yeah, sorry, Shane. I was cheering for you. Um, <laughs> Even though it was rigged, I knew I'd come up on top. Yeah, it was a final 4.5 to... No uh, one gets diddled like me. Yeah, no one can diddle like... Yeah. <laughs> no, so I guys, get diddled. I so, uh, everyone, thank you for tuning in to this podcast within a podcast <laughs> Wait, what? Called, <laughs> no, no, this called, is just the podcast within a uh, podcast. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to do something. Shut your yeah. freaking mouth right now, okay? Once again... You should take away three points for that. You know what? Shane won. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. Shane oh, yeah. won two to 3.5. Yep. Anyway, Sorry, Shane's Caleb. our champion this week, guys. Thank you for tuning in <laughs> to Nate's Little Quizzies. Uh, stay tuned for another episode coming uh, soon, hopefully. And welcome back, everybody, to Toast or whatever. I hope you enjoyed that little segment that we uh, we filmed <laughs> off location and put in. <laughs> yeah, just right in here. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, we so filmed Caleb, an actual game studio. Yeah, and <laughs> since, we're, since we're actually recording live, yeah. we actually just went silent for, what, 15 minutes? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we had to wait it out. Yeah, I just did drugs for 15 minutes. <laughs> if you could hear laughing in the background, it wasn't part of the video. It was actually me standing away from the mic. Yeah, I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad the sphincter one got you guys. <laughs> uh, the story. The story is what killed me. Yeah, true story. So, uh, Caleb, what's your topic? Okay, <laughs> so after that, I feel like I should change my topic. <laughs> Why? Caleb's topic is but, cheating in games. <laughs> no, no, mine's a little, <laughs> mine's a little heavy. But uh, I just That's wanted okay. to 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 bring it up and talk about it a little bit. Um, and specifically, I wanted to talk about uh, the Black Lives Matter um, that's going around right now. Um, and not so much in a sense that like whether it's right or wrong. Obviously, I believe it's a it's a good thing because you know there's a sect of people in the world that's really struggling right now and they need our help. Um, but more specifically, I want to talk about a lot of, um, as a Christian, I want to talk about the church's reaction to it. And I, I want to apologize to a lot of people with, um, kind of the reception that the church has towards this movement and things. Um, I've seen a lot of things and, um, there's a lot of shade going out on, um, social media from the church towards black Lives matters. And that's not to say the church as a whole, but people within it. 
um, and they're using the Bible as a way to defend against um, a movement like Black Lives Matter. And I just wanted to say how irresponsible and how unfortunate it is that there's some people in the church that are acting like this because even from a biblical standpoint, you have God and Jesus who stood up for people who were in specific groups who needed help in different times in history. You know, God stood up for different Israelites at different times. God, Jesus told us to stand up specifically for widows and for orphans and to, to have, to take care of them, to, to help them succeed, to get them to where they need to be so that they don't need help anymore. And I think that black lives matter. There are people who are taking advantage obviously within that group, but that doesn't mean that the whole is, I mean, there's Christians who have done things in the name of God that are awful. Um, but that's not to say that the whole thing is a bad thing. So I just wanted to bring it up and bring it to attention. Um, that uh, like my stance, and I'm sure you guys will pitch in a little bit too, but I just wanted to, to make it known that this, this is something that is important and it needs to happen. And we, as us three as Christians and Christians that may be listening to this, um, I just want to encourage you, you know, to stand up for what's right, stand up for what you believe in, listen to the Holy Spirit when he has to say and speak into your life and just be a force to be reckoned with, make a difference and stand up for what, you know, the Bible does truly say, which is to protect your brothers and sisters. It doesn't matter where they're at, what they're struggling with, we're there to be there for them. And uh, there is a, there's a group that is being singled out by the media and by people. And uh, that's not right. And we, you know, you know, there's justice that needs to happen. So yeah, that's all I wanted to say. <laughs> Just yeah. like that, Caleb turned the podcast from lighthearted fun into political. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's oh. why I wanted to switch it, especially after that segment. But yeah. oh. hey, everybody, Ben Shapiro here. We're going to be talking about some. Uh, um, <laughs> uh, but I mean, yeah, yeah. It obviously, I love that one house house analogy you brought up about the house on fire. Yeah, um, where people, you know, are like, yes, Black Lives Matter, but all lives matter. And Caleb, you brought up that, like, if one house was on fire in a neighborhood, um, why don't you finish it so I don't butcher it? I really yeah, like so it. it's nothing I came up with. I just saw it. But it was ba essentially there's there's these two people. They're having a conversation. And it's like, you know, Black Lives Matter. And then the guys next to it, it's like, yeah, well, obviously all lives matter. And then it shows a picture of a guy watering his house. And then the same guy comes back and he's like, hey, there's a house on fire over there. Why don't you use your water? And then the guy says, well, all houses matter. Why do I need to? not water this house so yeah yeah it's yeah, like think... when there's a specific problem in front of you you can't go around that problem to solve it you have to go straight into it right yep and uh yeah i thought that was a just a powerful little uh analogy because you know i've seen people post on facebook like oh the black lives matter is a terrible a terrible group and then mm -hmm. it, and it was a white man who posted it and I'm like, how can you say that you love people if you're saying stuff like that? And, right. you know, white privilege, unfortunately, is a is a real thing, whether people like to admit it or not. Um, yeah, I think one of the ways to to understand or to think about white privilege, and it's the way that like actually made it make sense in my head is thinking about like when you break it down, you're like, can people receive privilege based solely on the way they look? 
So let's take Absolutely. Nathan. Let's take Nathan for example. Nathan's obviously going to get like special special treatment from everybody because he's a gorgeous human being. <laughs> and it's like, but like, it's a silly analogy, but people do treat people differently based on the way they look. For sure. And uh, absolutely, it's not right by any means. And I think that it's important for us to um, do everything we can to. To make society a more loving, um, just a better place, like like a and more like not, accepting, yeah, yeah, absolutely, and to not to not just ignore the issues, but to actually look at them and say, yeah, this is a it's an issue in our society. It's not fun or enjoyable to look at, but how do we fix this? And how do we move forward? And how do we you know, because all these this people I, yeah. that are facing There's, challenges that we don't have to just because of their yeah. skin color, right? Yeah, and the saddest thing for me is, like, like as Christians, we're supposed to be, like, this huge house that's, like, supportive of people, and, like, our main thing is love and acceptance and getting people to where they need to be in their lives. And it's so many times in history, it's not just this, but so many times in history, the Christians have been so simple-minded and secluded in nature and they keep to their own devices and then when someone's struggling instead of you know reaching out that hand we're we're slapping it away and telling them no that's not a real issue that's not something that you need to deal with or that we need to deal with and uh it, it's sad because then you have people in the world that don't have that christian back that are it, they they're taking up this mantle and they're they're helping people um saying well i'm gonna help because the christians aren't doing anything right and it, it, it's sad to think that because we're supposed to be you know hate to get all churchy and biblically but like we're supposed to be that light in the darkness we're supposed to uh not hide it under a bushel but to like show people like we're here for you like we're we can make a difference and we have someone greater than us that can lead that charge that can lead that battle and we can do it correctly we we don't have to loot and pillage and hurt and do all these awful things in the name of something we can do it. There's a correct way to do it. There's, there's a, a peaceful solution. There's a, there's a godly solution to the problem at hand, but people are so bigoted and, and so um, narrow-minded in the church that they can't see that there's an issue that they can solve right in front of them. And it's just sad to me that, that a lot of that happens and I'm not generalizing church by any means. There's a lot of great churches, there's a lot of great people in the church that, do see this as an issue that do want to make a difference that do um, help out in these scenarios. But there are the people in the church, which unfortunately is as always the forefront of um, newspapers and media and political agendas that negate the positive and just put the, the negative outlook on the church right now. So I, I just thought it was an important stand to make. And since it's so topical right now to bring it up and yeah. make our, our output on it a little bit. I think it's important to remember that like at the base of it, like saying black lives matter isn't saying that other people don't by any stance. Mm -hmm. It's just saying like, Hey guys, there's issues. And right now um, people are being affected by them and yeah. their lives do matter. It's not yeah. taking away from somebody else. And I think it's important for us to, it's not taking away your own struggles. It's not saying like, oh, your life is easy because of this. It's just saying, hey, guys, this is an injustice that's going on 
how can we fix this? Right. Or at least that's how how I perceive it. Right. For sure. It's if like somebody, if like, somebody trips and falls down, help them up. Yeah. Don't say, yeah. hey, we all can trip, get up. Like people need help and certainly it's just it's really sad and the whole thing yeah. like it comes down to it not even talking about the church related thing but like how are people still so bigoted and garbage and where how did that start in the first place because guess what we all bleed red we're all pink and squishy on the inside who cares what mm -hmm. we look like like shane you brought it up like the way you look uh, uh determines how some people treat you and that's even true for my wife. She has a full sleeve tattoo and it makes me so mad because at work she has to wear a full, a long sleeve shirt to cover it up. And I'm like, what are, what are we living in 19, 1909? Like people, people have tattoos, people have piercings, right? Like, mm -hmm. and it doesn't make any sense to me because then she has to sit in the heat in a long sleeve shirt and she can't wear a short sleeve shirt. Yeah. I, I think I have a good analogy to kind of sum up this conversation, but <clears throat> it brings it kind of full circle too. But like, if you're in a bathroom, you just got to pee, but you have some extra toilet paper next to you. And the guy next to you is like, you know, taking a full on dump. Like, <laughs> he needs that toilet paper more than you do right now. So just give him the attention, give him the toilet paper and let him succeed in life. You know? Yeah. Cool. Full circle. Topic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where to go wow. from here? Yeah. You could have, uh, yeah, we could have set the tone of the episode a little bit different. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Before, before, uh, you might want to, you know, let us know ahead of time that that's the, no, that's all good. I, that's, I think the good thing about the show is that we can literally talk about whatever. I mean, it's in the, the name, but <laughs> we, we can surround it and bring joy as well. Like we, we can sandwich the heavy stuff in the middle, but on the beginning and at the tail end, we can be like, poop. <laughs> So yeah, yeah. Anyway, oh for sure. Any other topics from your list of fifty-seven? No, yeah, we can move to you. I think that took a good bit of time. Oh, I haven't thought of my second half yet. Oh yeah, <laughs> back with Nate's little quizzies. Yeah, part, <laughs> yeah. part two. Part part two. Yeah, I heard that ten more questions. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can. I can pull up something else if you want. Yeah, go ahead. Well, okay. No, I don't have anything. Yeah, we're, Shane, we're, do you have anything? Nope. <laughs> we still got time here so let's go okay cool that. um okay so one of my topics let me just look real quick what would be good oh okay um so i've been doing a lot of reading lately and a lot of the um central themes to it is <laughs> i don't know if this is gonna we can make light of it but um it's like government control and government um using fear to control masses kind of thing and you know especially with covid going on right now um a lot of it is stay home stay inside don't talk to people you know find alternative ways which is fine and dandy if like if it's actually helping that's great um but it it brought to remembrance um one of the books i was reading have you guys ever read fahrenheit 451 nope so it's not a central theme in it at all it's it's mentioned a few times in the book but these people who live in the town that this book takes place, they essentially go to work and then they go straight home because every night uh, the government sounds off or sorry, it's never said that the government does it. It makes you believe, but 
there's loud airplanes and bombings that happen and there's a bunch of terrible things that happen at night. So everyone's encouraged to stay in doors and, you know, lock their doors, tint their windows so they can't see outside and what's happening. Um, but one of the themes is brought up is like the government's actually just playing loud sirens and they're blowing up places that um, have fa- figured that out and they're trying to control the the uh their population and make sure people stay quiet on what the truth is and uh (laughs) i don't know why this is one of my topics but with with covid going on it's it's like it's not scary but it's interesting to think like we were talking about conspiracy theories last week like it could the government look at this situation and be like hey we kind of you know, we controlled these people. Is that something that we can do in the future? Is that something? And I'm sure there's been instances in real life where that kind of stuff happens. Um, but do you think that like, that's possible? That that's something that our future can be? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Like, I think anybody who doesn't at least have an, a suspicion that, you know, the government might use fear as a way to control people whether it's like massive control or even just in a way to help further a smaller type of um decision yeah i I think you have to believe it to some extent right like yeah um when when covid started happening there was a couple of ways that they could have approached it and they they definitely allowed the media to run with the everybody should panic um Mm -hmm. mentality because they're trying to instill that fear so people don't leave. And regardless of how deadly or whatever the, the virus is, by making people think the worst, uh, it's going to force more people to stay inside, which was the end goal, is to keep more people inside to prevent spread and everything. And I think fear was a very real way to accomplish that. Yeah. Especially in times when they were still figuring or trying to figure out what was going on. Like, yeah. how, how deadly is this? How bad is it? Like, it, what can we do about it? Um, they really needed people to stay in. So they allowed that fear to be a little bit more. Now, without going it's... like too far down, like the rabbit hole, because you can like, you can look at it a whole lot of different ways. Right. Um, like the level of control. Yeah. Um, I personally just believe, whether it's naive or not, um, that they just wanted to lean into our natural fears of the worst so that we would take more precautions than we would if they said like hey it's not that bad but we got to do this to protect the vulnerable because like I think the, nobody would like, do anything yeah it's like the doctor giving the worst case scenario right yeah yeah absolutely it, yeah. it's uh yeah and to keep giving an analogies it's like when when someone's given the uh the full breadth of what the the fear could be um it even if it seems like a little decision for a person to like stay inside, it, it, it controls like an aspect, right. Of controllable, um, taking away that nature and using that fear. And it, it's, it's so anti what I stand for in terms of like, we shouldn't be living in fear. Like that's not a way to live your life. That's not a way to function. Um, and the government, instead of being fully, transparent and being fully informative on everything that they're doing and everything that they're saying they're they're closed off and they're just saying oh yeah this can kill you so you should be scared of it stay away from people instead of being like 
here's the science, here's everything that we know, here's what we can do, here's what we need to do, and being transparent. And I think that's leaking into a lot of society where a lot of um, organizations, a lot of governments are in, they're so not properly vetted and they're so not properly um, viewed or um, watched by the media specifically that they get away with so many things that don't need to happen or that that do happen that cause hysteria that cause negative outlooks on different groups of people. Um, and it just controls so much of our life. And one thing that I've been like doing in my daily life is a doing the research um, and then b knowing what's out there. It's so important to like know what's real out there. And I think that a lot of people live in this like, tiny little capsule of fear, trusting what the media and the government say about everything and then living their lives according to that. And I think it's so important to like, you know, have your own opinion and actually listen to the real dangers of things, but to, to not live in this fearful state of thinking you could die at any minute, because even for me, um, and with Caitlin, she's a type one diabetic and she's high risk for Corona and a lot of other things. Um, it's hard for her sometimes because she, she has this natural fear to begin with. And then they throw something like this at it, like, well, they didn't throw it at us, but something like this happens. And then the way that they treated it put so much fear into her and into her parents and to just even me at points where I'm scared, like, can I even see my, my future wife right now? Am I even allowed to talk to her, hug her? And it, 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 it really made me think a lot um about how much outside factors control our lives and how important it is to you know take control of our own lives and to not be negligent and not be disrespectful or um dishonor people that have been placed in authority over us but to know what the truth is to know how to not live your life in fear based off what other people tell you yeah i think kind of going along with that um regardless of where people stand on like the whole gun ownership thing we saw yeah. a recent ban on a whole bunch of firearms in Canada for legal owners. Yeah. Um, quick overview of how Canada works firearms. There's two types of licenses you can get. You can get a PAL or an RPAL. Um, RPAL is your restricted. It allows you to have handguns and some other guns that typically wouldn't like aren't necessarily your um, like your shotgun and your your bolt action rifle. Mm -hmm. So they they banned. Uh, what they call assault style rifles. Um, but in Canada, there's no, you can't legally own what would actually be an assault rifle. You can't have anything fully automatic and your maximum number of rounds um, for the, the magazine. I, I can't remember. It's low. It's like seven or 12 or something. Okay. Um, and all the licensed owners have to go through a constant database. Um, so just a bit of, like a, a 24 hour database. So just a bit of background on how Canada's gun regulation currently works. Um, by using the time of what's happening with Corona and being in a state of emergency, the Liberal Party who's in charge of Canada right now uh, was able to bypass all opposition on it and just push the bill through, which I don't think was mm. right. Um, no. And, and then they were on the news um, using fear, and they kept repeating assault-style semi-automatic weapons. And they keep saying semi-automatic weapons, but it's frustrating because 
a semi-automatic weapon can be um, pretty much anything that uh, rechambers your next round. It's like one shot for one trigger pull. Right. Um, and I don't know, like, regardless of like our stance on, on gun ownership and stuff and how it affects the film industry, because um, the film industry is big in Canada and all those props now that are, they're completely banned, whether they're decommissioned or not. Um, they, you'd basically have to have a government liaison for them. Uh, I, I think it's just kind of, I don't know. It felt like an overstep of authority. Like if they went through and they're like, hey, we've done a bunch of research. This is going to significantly going to drop the rate of um, gun-related crimes because we've looked and, oh, hey, it's it's licensed gun owners committing crimes, which it's not. But if all the parties right. got together and the general consensus of the people was, yeah, this is a good decision to make. Um, we should move forward with this. I think, yeah, move forward with it. But I think it was kind of done in a way that wasn't uh, respectful of people with differing opinions. Right. Yeah, no, that's so true. It, that That is a very, like, I, I hate to use the word, but, like, slimy way of going across it. It's like, oh, we have an opportunity to push kind of something that we want um yeah. without opposition so let's do it and yeah. i don't think i don't especially living in a uh and i use air quotes around the word but especially living in a democracy um like that's anti-everything that this country was kind of founded on right using and, and using fear to do it like um, right they took a tragedy and what they did with it was they were saying like it was a certain type of weapon but all those weapons were obtained illegally um they mm -hmm. were unregistered firearms and um from the states so it yeah. wasn't even like canadian so it was like it just i don't know like if they were to ban like i don't own firearms but i can see why people are upset about it um i think it's a conversation that needs to be had is to what extent can a citizen have firearms i think that's a good yeah. question to to have and a good um conversation to have but I don't think the right way to handle it is to say, hey, we got extra powers right now because we're in a state of emergency and then just kind of do your own thing. I don't think that's yeah, right. Absolutely. Training, a psych evaluation, background test. <laughs> oh, but they, they do all that in Canada. That's already done. Uh, oh, okay. Canada, so the people, the people yeah, in who Canada, legally... you have to go. Yeah, yeah. You have to go through at minimum a full weekend course. It's uh, what is it? It's 20 hours of classroom time. You have a psych evaluation. <laughs> Um, like it's part of your, your background check and your medical check. And mm -hmm. then you're constantly, if you have your RPAL, you're constantly rotating through the RCMP's database um, so that if you do commit a crime, it's instantly notified, hey, this guy has uh, firearms. Oh, okay. And then they just kind of, they take your firearms. It's how, it, yeah. One of the big things too is like, for me personally, if if someone wants to murder and kill and do all these awful things it a gun ban isn't gonna stop them from doing that right um and they make the argument that automatic or semi-automatic weapons like make it easier for people to commit mass murders and all that stuff but like there's countless of ways to be like people can make i can there, are print it. there there are videos on the internet of how to make um explosives like yeah it's not hard if you really want to kill someone, it's not hard to do that in any fashion that you'd like. And like you said, you can th literally 3d print anything right now. And, uh, 
I think it needs to be a real conversation. It's so important and you can't, and it just kind of goes back to the basis of it. You can't use fear. It's sorry. It's, it's not right to use fear to control um, things that are happening in the world. Absolutely. Unfortunately, fear is such a motivator and a powerhouse, right? Absolutely. Because like when, the, when you're the quote, afraid, the British, the British are coming, the British are coming, right? What they yeah. do, they got their butt into gear, they fortified. And yeah, I just, fear is a powerful thing, unfortunately. Yeah. Such so a light topic. topic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thanks, Caleb. Let's take Caleb. Such a Debbie yeah. Downer. Wow. Maybe this <laughs> Yeah, it's just gonna be good old Nathan, Shane, and Craig. Yeah, you know, <laughs> the three I say best podcasters. If if the federal government wants to root out true evil and true crime, go after the insurance companies and the banks. <laughs> and Caleb, because he makes us feel bad. <laughs> yeah, you're Sorry. not intellectual. Oh, you're not smart. Oh. <laughs> I'm talking I'd... about myself, not Shane. I didn't. Uh, I didn't oh, say yeah. any of those things. So. You just said <laughs> them. I'm just sitting back here, like, boy, I didn't understand what it was. Can you oh, do your weird accent again? No, I don't even know. Remember how it went? <laughs> oh, I remembered my my uh, my second topic. Yeah, I just wanted to know what you guys were like, uh, either playing or watching or doing. Like, um, I know the PS5 event, the big reveal just oh, happened. Oh, dude, that was hype. And I saw, <laughs> I freaked when I saw uh, Miles Morales, Spider-Man. And yeah. um, like uh, uh, the other one, Ratchet and Clank. I thought that was so cool. And uh, it just got me excited for, and it got me excited for video games because video games are such a cool thing, you know? Um, yeah. Next week, Last of Us Part 2 comes out. I'm going to play that. And then next month, Ghost of Tsushima comes out. I'm going to play that. So just curious, what are you guys like playing or planning to play or watching or planning to watch? Ooh, you can start, Shane. Um, <laughs> that's a good one, because I literally don't know. Um, I haven't been keeping up with games as much as I'd like to. Yeah. Um, Elden, uh, what is it? Elden Ring is like the only one really that I'm yeah. like. Yeah. And uh, the new uh, Baldur's Gate. Those are really yeah. the only ones on my radar at all. Right. Uh, oh, and uh, and Diablo Four, obviously. Oh yeah, I forgot you were a Diablo boy. Oh yeah, El Diablo, El Diablos. Oh. You like it? <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> you like the series. I just thought that was a good joke. <laughs> it wasn't. No. <laughs> Kill him. Uh, so right now, in terms of my watch list, uh, I finished the newest season of Back Baki on uh, Netflix. Um, if you don't know what that is, it's basically like a bunch of MMA fighters who are super powered fight to be the best in the world. And there's so a bunch any, of any anime ever. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, so I just finished that. Uh, I'm on the second half of Lord of the Rings Two Towers right now. Uh, I'm kind of following along with Kind of Funny's review. Shout out. Uh, shout out to Kind of Funny. I love what you guys do. Um, and then play wise, uh, let me open my steam. I just finished odyssey, um, for now. And then right now I'm downloading middle earth shadow of war, which is the second one in the series. Um, I've been consuming so much Lord of the Rings content that I kind of want to play a game to go along the side of it. <laughs> um, I'm also reading the books right now too. So, Oh, cool. A lot of Lord of the Rings stuff going on in my life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Nice, cool. How about you? Here, um, I've been reading the second Lord of the Rings book because, like you, I think we just random. We didn't even talk about. It. We just randomly started reading the books at the same time. Yeah, and because one of my goals this year was uh, read more, use brain. <laughs> <laughs> You're always bragging about the fact you can read. <laughs> yeah um so i'm i i'm almost halfway through two towers the book um but other than that you know me and angie have been watching modern family we just we like to hang out um and do that but like on my list i have this movie called underwater which i heard has like like alien vibes to it but like you know the how it was shot and like the spacious atmospheres um gotcha and from what i understand about it it's kind of like a thriller not a horror, but like a suspenseful thriller kind of movie. Um, There's a game like that. Alien Isolation? No, it's like Subnautica or something. It's like an underground or underwater <laughs> thing. Yeah. Underground. Underground. Yeah. That's Minecraft. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot. <laughs> um, and then as far as what I've been playing, uh, I've actually been playing Alan Wake. I know it's like an, a really old game. Yeah, buddy. I wanted to play. That game's great. I wanted to play a game called Control, but when I heard it was in the same universe as Alan Wake, I was like, oh, Caleb used to play that when we were kids. I'll give it a try. And I actually really like it. Um, and it gives that campy uh, murder mystery thriller kind of vibe. Uh, it's got a great story. Yeah, yeah. I'm enjoying the story a lot so far. Um, some of the voice acting is really bad, but that's yeah. okay. <laughs> but um, the the graphics were really groundbreaking at the time, too. Where they had didn't play it. Yeah. Then, so so um, the opening scene where you're on the well, not the very opening, but when you get on the boat and you're walking around and then you yep. first get to town and stuff. I think all that stuff, even to this day, is still kind of stunning. Oh, um, it was pretty. Yeah. I played it on my my PC that has an RTX in it. And, yeah. uh, it was beautiful. That's so a great the, game. These are I the games from when you were kids. When I was kids, it was like when I was a kid, it was like graphics were like not even poly it was like the little eight bit and then you got the polygons yeah i don't think we're kids like, i think we're in high school <laughs> resident evil one has such good graphics <laughs> see how it kind of looks like a human shane shane when it was the 70s and you were 60 you're like oh yeah mom look at pong look, <laughs> at, the oh, look at the graphics on this guy He's uh, moving up and down on the screen based on how I move this little diddler thing over here. They've got to miss Pac-Man now. Oh, boy. Mom, I'm ready for this. Where's the clicker? (laughs) (laughs) Shane, you had to, like, stand next to the TV holding the antenna up. So, oh, yeah. So everyone could watch the big sports ball game. Yep. Sports ball. I so the first TV that I personally owned was when I was a little kid and it was like this little TV that took like the big old batteries for like going on trips with the great big antennas on it and it was what's black and white. Oh, yeah, really? what's a battery? Yeah, it was black <laughs> and white. My first TV was black and white. That's amazing. Uh, cool. I remember my first, uh, my first TV was my Game Boy Color and I used to buy those uh TV episodes of Rugrats. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> The Game Boy uh, Color was awesome. That was like yeah. one of my first systems too. I got a green one, Caleb got a blue one. I had the see-through one. Aren't those were cool. You're yeah. special. Oh, it had yeah. like a purple tint to it. Yeah. Yeah, those I, awesome. I remember at school when it was raining outside, we'd go in the it was called just like the chapel room and we'd sit on a couch and play our Game Boys and then when the Game Boy 
or sorry, kids would gather around and watch you play it. And they'd always block the light, right? Because there's no backlight in there yet. So it'd constantly be like, can you move so I can see what I'm playing? Because <laughs> somebody like the kid's just breathing yeah. down your neck. You had I, to remember, come I remember when the Game Boy Advanced SP came out, it had, yeah. the, it had the, backlight the backlight to it. But I'd still, ask, like... I'd still ask people to move away from me because I could feel them breathing. I'm like you're blocking the light. <laughs> and because, because those kids were poor, they didn't. They couldn't afford or understand <laughs> how so a game oh, was. Oh, I'm just kidding. Goodness. I'm totally kidding. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> wow. The, remember that lamp extension that they had for the Game Boy? Yeah. <laughs> Where you, yeah. Like, yeah. I had that. <laughs> like, you use it when you're, like, driving at night. Yeah. That thing was awesome. Oh, yeah. Nintendo's great. They came up with the greatest things. Just march into the beat of their own drum, those guys. They, they came up yeah. with my favorite uh, game system of all times, the PlayStation 1. <laughs> and the Sega Genesis. <laughs> oh, you mean Saturn? Oh, uh, mm. <laughs> yeah, that failure. I love Sonic. <laughs> hey, the Sega full, Genesis was good. They were onto something, circle. and then they they brought out the Sega Saturn, and they just they just shot themselves right in the foot. And they're like, if you, like, in my opinion, that's the greatest console to ever come out. But the thing that really killed them <laughs> was the fact that they just. Uh, you could like, you didn't even need to mod your system to uh, run burned games. I think they yeah. just burn them backwards or something. <laughs> yeah. So you could just like you you get the system and then you could just have every game ever <laughs> because they were they didn't do anything. The PlayStation you had a mod, but this one it just it just worked. It's amazing. You're like way yeah. to screw up Sega. I have okay. no idea what you guys are talking about because you're not talking about Fortnite because that's all that really matters. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Yeah. Thank you so much for tuning in this week to another episode of Toast or whatever. We had some highs. We had some feels. We had some heavies. Um, if you never want us to talk about political things again, just let Caleb know. Yeah, <laughs> I, I would be happy to keep things light. <laughs> <laughs> no, but things are important and things oh, do yeah, need to be talked sure. about. So it was good, sure. Caleb. I'm glad you brought that up. Um, so, guys, we we really look Wait, forward. before you close. Yeah, no, we got, we got some things to pimp out Okay. Here. Okay. Go ahead, you can pimp some stuff. Okay, so for first and foremost, uh, we we made a Facebook page and an Instagram page and stuff. So if you're listening to it and you're not following us there, go do that. Um, also, our podcast, Galcast, um, we also have a Facebook page now for that. Um, and we are posting, we just posted the first episode in a while last week, and we're going to be posting again this Tuesday. Nate, do you know what game we're posting? Secrets secrets okay <laughs> so tune in and stay tuned for that kind of stuff so that's it for me yep shane you got nice. stuff to pimp nope shane uh youtube.com slash shane morris no no it's not that it's uh i don't know what my actual slash thing is just, just like, search shane morris <laughs> yeah do that i think it's actually yeah. like shane morris vlogs or something oh okay sure. yeah whatever right and then uh, uh yeah. Wednesday nights, everybody who's listening, if you're into video games, me and a buddy Brett, Evil Ma on Twitch, will be streaming um, Sea of Thieves. And sometimes Shane will come on, sometimes Caleb will come on, sometimes our other friends will come on, and it's just a really fun stream. Uh, I might be there this Wednesday. I might be there this <laughs> Wednesday. Okay, so once again, thank you everybody for listening, and we can't wait to talk to you again next week. Bye-bye. Yeah. Bye.